Welcome back to a very, very special edition of the SOB podcast. That's right. It's the senior old boys. Yes. It's me and Dwayne Price. It doesn't get much more senior, and it certainly don't get much older. <laughs> and we're joined by, uh, first of all, we're lucky. We are at the world famous Gus's Fried Chicken. Yay! In Deep Ellum. And man, oh man, I, 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 Dwayne has been bragging on this for, for weeks, for months, for years. For years, even. that's e- right. Years, even though the place in Memphis, this is a, uh, they've moved to Dallas now uh, or opened here. And uh, bring it on down. This is the, you got to test this out. It's, it's fantastic. So, uh, 2904 Commerce Street. Dallas, Deep Ellum. And, and in spite of, you know, how great this, we're going to do, we're still going to bring in Bobby Corolla, <laughs> our junior old boy, J-O-B, as we like to call him. And, uh, you know, he, he's the one who provides some sanity amid all this, uh, all, amid all this chaos. So uh, we're here. We're going to have some chicken. We're going to have some basketball talk. We're going we're gonna to figure out what to do. We're going to fix the Mavericks. Not that they're broken. Not yeah. that they're completely broken. But we're going to fix them anyway. Yeah. They're so, not broke, yeah. So, uh, first, I guess, listen, you know, we got to dive right into it. Game seven, first of all, the whole series, it was all – it was crazy. complete com- complete pr- craziness. You know, we, we just uh, never seen anything like it. it road was, team, yeah, road team, road yeah. team, road team. And then, you know, and then yeah. finally the Clippers broke through in game seven. But, uh, Dwayne, what's your, just, just overall your, your quick uh, uh, Cliff Notes edition of what happened in – Round one. I'm still trying to figure it out. I, I compare it to the uh, to the uh, winter storm we had in February that knocked out all the lights and electricity and everything in the state of Texas. It was crazy. It was crazy. The whole series. I mean, the Mavericks go to L.A. and win the first two games. Then they come out, everybody talking about sweet. I was about to get my broom. I said, ah, not yet. I'll wait till game three is over with. Then they come out to a 19-point lead. Before the first quarter is over with in game three, I'll say, oh, man, this is crazy. You know, and then they lost it. And you know what it reminded me of? The 2006 NBA Finals when the Miles were up 2-0 on Miami, up 13 with six and a half minutes to go in the game, getting ready to go up 3-0. Then the whole thing changed. That's what that reminded me of. And here's where I thought they, they should have just kept Luka in the game because as soon as they took him out, the Clippers uh, made up 14 points like in like three or four minutes. Now it's a five-point game. It's like, wow. So uh, that went crazy. And then you say, oh, okay, then no, nobody said the Mavs going to win another game after the Clippers won the next two. And then the Mavs go to L.A. and win game five. Then they say, oh, it's over with. Then the Mavs come home and lose game six. Surely game six was going to be when yeah. somebody broke through at home, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> but the crazy part about it, and you guys know this too, the last two or three years – the Mavs have not been a good home team. Even though this year their home record and away record was the same, 21-15, they still played better on the road than they did at home. But I thought they'd win at least one home game, and that's all they needed to do because they won three road games. But they didn't do it, and now I'm just – I can't believe the season is over. I really can't. Well, Dallas went 3-2 and two against the Clippers when Kawhi was really the only thing that they had going. But in game seven – and in game four in particular, and then kind of in the second half of game three, everybody else got going. You know, when the ball started moving, Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris, uh, you know, Paul George was pretty steady throughout the series, but whenever the other guys got going the way they did, Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard comes out of nowhere and has a big game. Right. You know, that was kind of the nightmare scenario all along from Dallas is that, like, look, 
it was understood that they didn't have anybody that could contend with Kawhi on defense. Mm-hmm. So they kind of made their whole defensive plan like all five guys make sure Kawhi can't take elbow jumpers and they dared everyone else to beat them and two times they did and it just so happened that one of them was in game seven and so it's kind of this tricky thing of like if you're trying to evaluate the series Kawhi definitely beat the Mavs the Clippers beat the Mavs twice Uh, Kawhi kept them in the whole thing which just I guess sort of reinforces that you know the Mavs have their Kawhi you know Dallas has Luka right and now they need to make sure that their other guys can win them a couple games because, unfortunately, you know, when push came to shove, Luka didn't have a very good game six. And in the second half of game seven, you know, L.A. really kind of put the clamps on him and slowed him down a little bit. And they just didn't have enough guys that could, that could keep up with the Clippers role players. And so it's kind of one of these things where, like, you have to tip your cap to Kawhi, but also, like, man, wait, wait, you know, wait, Dallas, wait. Dallas needed some other guys to step up and they just couldn't get it in game seven. They slowed Luka down in game seven. He had 46 and 14. Yeah, but, I mean, he had, like, 30 <laughs> points at halftime, you know. And now that's another story of, like, Luka's shooting percentages in the fourth quarter of the series. You know, they just weren't there. And so Dallas kind of going into the offseason. I'm not trying to push it ahead to the offseason too quick, but. Oh, we will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but their, their plan going into the offseason has to be to find guys or find plays, find a kind of revamp their system so that Luka doesn't have to do all of the heavy lifting for the first 36 minutes of the game so that he still has something to give yeah. in the final 12. But the story of the series to me, I think, was Kawhi was awesome. But when other Clippers were as well, Dallas just had no answer for him, you know. Well, first of all, Dwayne, you're right. Mavericks just have not – I mean, 21-15 and 15 on the road is a good road record. 21-15 right. and 15 at home is a terrible, terrible. road re- – right. or home record, excuse me. Right. And, and you can't – I mean, you got to be better than that. Right. You just got you, – you, that's just the fact of life. And every team had the same problems at home. I mean, this they, season, though, many, I, I want to push back a little bit. There weren't many fans, but still, you know what? you got to be better than 21-15. and 15. The, right, Yeah, right. this season, though, more than any other, like – if the Mavs would have won Game Seven, road teams would have finished the first round with a plus five hundred record. Mm-hmm. So, like this year was really kind of weird. But you're, Eddie, you're talking about you, well, you both are talking about a trend that goes back even before oh, way, this year. I mean, it's been back. four, five, six years in yeah. a row now. You know, yeah. and in, in in Dirk's heyday, they had that one year they were like what thirty six and five at home or at something. Home, I mean, yeah. like you got to take care of business you in do. your own house. But those are yeah. far and few between. I mean, yeah. go back. I mean, I've been covering this team twenty years. You've been mm-hmm. Dwayne's been covering it for twenty years plus, mm-hmm. and. You know, most years they just aren't as good at home as they you expect them to be, or that they should yeah. be, or they need yeah. to be. And it's weird too, man. You know, cause fans you, are fine. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the atmosphere is good, yeah. but it's just you know, uh, I don't know what it is, but yeah, they uh, gotta fix that. Because what, what 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 good does it for you to get home court advantage if you can't win at home? You know what I mean. Well, hopefully now that there's a Gus is in Deep Ellum, players will be tempted to come here and get, get some nice fried chicken on game day, and they won't have the energy. And I think they're in Memphis. Are you yeah, exactly. Yeah, are, you yeah. suge- are you suggesting that there's probably a nap in my future after I have this meal? It, it could happen. It could happen. I'm it already looking happen. forward to mine. It will happen. And you uh, put them in a hotel tonight for the game. How about that? I, don't know. I mean, the NFL I, I, team I floated that idea, and Rick, yeah. Rick didn't seem to care for that much. Well, so. do it. I mean, they can stay at the W right next door. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's right there. You need to make it Rick think that it's his idea. Like, we got to do some inception. <laughs> you know, get, jump into his dreams. <laughs> All right. Well, really, the, this, this season, I mean, it was – you look at 42 and 30, 42 and, uh, 30 mm-hmm. for your season record – 
about what a lot of people figured. I mean, let's right. face it. Vegas had them pegged for the over-under on wins was 42 and a half. Yeah. They yeah. were right. They were. They did not overachieve, but they mm. certainly didn't underachieve either right. in the regular right. season. Right. And then, of course, the playoffs just, uh, I mean, you, you got to wonder what kind of emotional scars this will leave. Mm. It's certainly going to mean uh, some things for the roster. They're going to change this thing, which brings us. Uh-oh. Let's move forward, man. Uh-oh. Let's look forward. Let's fix this thing. Uh-oh. Let's fix let's it. Make it. Let's make it right. Yeah. We know what Luca can do. Uh, he's going to score a zillion points. He's going to have a, 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 a passel of rebounds. He's going to dish the ball. Mm-hmm. But should he have a zillion points? Does he? Should he have to carry that much load? No. When you get to the fourth quarter, he's he was done in a couple of those games. You could just tell he was – he was dragging. Yeah, well, he didn't have to score. I mean, he didn't want to score that many points. But, you know, he keep passing the ball. I mean, we say it all the time. He could easily average uh, 20 assists a game if the guys would hit the shots because they, a lot of them be missing wide open shots. He doesn't want, want the ball. You, you'll see Luca get all the way. He has a layup, and he'll throw the ball out to the three-point line. He does that two or three times a game. He's letting them know that I'm trying to get y'all involved in offense. I don't want to shoot. The game that he shot 37 times, I didn't realize he had shot 37 times. He missed 20 shots, you know. But he, and in the last game, he shot what 30, 31 times. Uh, game seven, he doesn't want to shoot that many times. But guys got to step up and make baskets go. If they don't, because he know he can get his. Right now, he is the opposite of what Dirk Nowitzki was in his best years. Yeah. Remember Dirk. He'd sit around. He'd be a wallflower in the first quarter. He didn't want to go out there and set the tone. He was going to get other guys involved. Right. You take yours. You get yours. I'll, you know, get an offensive rebound. I'll, you know, sit out here and be the decoy, and everybody else can go nuts. Mm-hmm. And then in the fourth quarter, he had a full tank left, and he yeah, yeah. he he killed teams late in games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was just the way he was. We need to get closer to that with Luca. But he didn't have a ball. Dirk didn't have a ball. He didn't run, wasn't running around. He, he, he was he wasn't responsible for 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 getting everybody involved. That's true. Right, right, That's true. But point being, Luca's got a. I mean, even Rick and Donnie both used in their exit interviews with the media, uh, they they used the term ball dominant. He's mm-hmm. got to be less ball dominant. Like James Harden, less like James Harden was in Houston. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and, you know, it helps when you've got two more superstars around you. That that certainly helps you be a lot less ball dominant. Right. And, and other guys can contribute. But uh, Mavericks aren't there yet. Yeah. They are not to that point. Now, how do we get them there? Well, I do know this. When Jalen comes in and plays with Luca, Luca gets off the ball a lot, and that helps a lot. Do they need – I hate to say this, but do they need a point guard? Do they need somebody who Luke can Luca's the point in? guard. You mean, a, the you, point mean a, you mean a small guy that can handle the ball? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I mean somebody who can run the offense at least on occasion yeah. and, and free Luca up. I mean, I'd, I'd – personally think he'd be a great spot-up shooter. <laughs> but I think the Mavericks may have to explore that option. And I don't know if it's going to be a traditional point guard or if it's somebody that, uh, you know, I mean, think of, think of Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. He can handle the ball. He can run that. He can do that job. Mm-hmm. And, and then somebody like that, I'm not saying they're going to go get Draymond Green. Uh, we, don't, mm-hmm. we don't necessarily need or want that to happen. But there are players out there in free agency that are good players this summer that, that are available, and um, it's going to be real interesting to see which direction the Mavericks go. They need rebounding. They need, they need defense, obviously. They need yeah. shooters. Yeah. Uh, Tim Hardaway was instantly their best shooter when he arrived in this, in this 
organization. Right, right, uh, right. And now there's some others. Maxi Kleber has grown into a good shooter. Dorian has grown Dorian. into a good shooter. Definitely. Brunson is, is terrific. Yeah. Uh, he has earned himself a huge payday after next season. I don't know where, right. how they're going to pay him, but they're going to have to. Right. And uh, it's just a, a real interesting roster right now that has good players but needs more. I have a question for you guys because you all have been around Donnie for a very long time, and as we all know, he's usually lying or telling half-truths or sort of there's a lot of like misdirection with the way that he talks. But the one thing that he said yesterday, and you kind of alluded it to it, Eddie, too, is – uh, whenever he talked about like creating a more inclusive uh, sort of environment offensively, specifically with KP, but also kind of with everybody else. And that quote, even in context, but especially out of context, was kind of met with a lot of uh, questions from fans like, how are you going to blame what happened in the playoffs on Luka? Now, I didn't really interpret that as blame as much as I did like practicality like you don't want Luca to burn himself out all the time but I also took that quote and maybe this is too much of a tinfoil hat kind of interpretation on my part but that's why I'm asking about uh, you guys about what you think I feel like that was Donnie's signal to Porzingis but then also if you're an all-star at another team or a veteran role player you look at Dallas and say like I don't want to go there and only get five shots a game like Dorian and Maxi. you know if I'm going to go play with Luca, I want a lot of shots. I want 10, 15, 20 shots a game. So I feel like that's maybe sort of Donnie's pitch to other people. Like, we're not going to play this way anymore. So, like, feel free to come here and be a part of this. But is that too much of like a conspiracy theory take? Uh, or do we need to take what Donnie said at more like face value? No, but like, like I said earlier, Luca doesn't want to shoot 25 or 30 times. He's going to give you the ball, but if you're not scoring, he's going to stop giving you the ball. I mean, if he giving you the ball, you're missing shots, they're going down and scoring. He giving you the ball, you're missing shots, they're going down and scoring. He know he can get his. He can't let the team get too far behind. So that's, that's, you can't blame him for saying, I can go out there and get 30, 30 or 40 points whenever. He just, he trying, he's all team. And I'll look First of that. all, Dwayne, you're wrong. They, every player wants 48 shots, 48 minutes, <laughs> and 48 million. We all know that. That's just been proven throughout history. Come on no, now. No, you know he don't want to shoot that many times. I, I think he would really love to average 20 assists a game. That's his dream season. And the Mavericks win, of course. Yeah, because he doesn't but, – but he's not going to let this team get down while the other his teammates missing shots. He's just not going to do that. And that comes back to the 20 assists a game would be great, but mm. you got to have guys who can make those shots right, when right. they get the ball. Right, and, right, and right. There's just – I mean, no, I'm when, saying Luke, when Luke Kennard yeah. comes out and lights it up for six or eight minutes like he did in game seven, mm. I mean, where was that kind of – Un, where was Trey Burke or, or somebody like or, that? Yeah, Rick tried to come, it. To come out <laughs> he, he tried and, Trey and, Burke and get that spark. And, and there's the guy that you know out of nowhere comes uh, save them, and it just didn't. It never happened. But it took him two games to do it because Luke Kennard stunk it up in Game Six when they put him out there in Dallas. So he had two shots at the apple. Trey Burke only had one. That was in Game Seven. It's like, oh, were you putting them in right now? You know, so. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I, but they do need some, they, they do need a, a Benny Johnson type guy that can just come off the bench and you know score ten points in four or five minutes. We need multiple. I mean, the Clippers had they had Reggie Jackson, they had Marcus Morris, Luke yeah. Kennard, they yeah. had Terrence Mann. Even Rondo wasn't scoring, but he was shaking up the game. I mean, just a lot of dynamic players. And remember, they did this without Serge Ibaka, and that's mm. a pretty big guy to have missing uh, from your lineup. So I mean, it, I. The better team always wins a seven-game series. I, I, you know, that's just the, 
the fact of life. And the better team did win this one, but it was pretty darn close. Well, Maxie so. wasn't completely healthy, so had he been healthy, I think the series would have been different. I think the Mavericks would be playing tonight in Salt Lake City. You know, had he been, he was out there, but you and I both know he was struggling with a whole lot of issues, as he has been for the last uh, three or four months. You know, starting with the COVID situation. But even if they had Maxie though that still wouldn't have solved the Kawhi problem, you know, mm -hmm. because Kawhi had a great series against him last year, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't think you need to, like, reconstruct your whole identity because one guy beats you, but right now yeah. Kawhi is that dude, yeah. you know. And Giannis is still great, and LeBron is still very good. There's still a lot of those big, bulky wings. And, you know, Maxi is strong, but he's maybe not quick enough. Dorian is quick, but he's maybe not strong enough. And so yeah. I think, like, that's, that's my number one thing that I want to see them add is just, like, a, a stronger, more stout wing defender presence who's not going to get kind of like bullied in the on the block or blown by on the perimeter and it's tough to find those guys there aren't many of those yeah. guys and a lot of them can't shoot and we know that they want shooters too so it's yeah. just it's really tricky but that's kind of the yeah. one area that i think they, they can definitely upgrade yeah I, I know we're not supposed to throw out names but i'm gonna we literally names. can't eddie so be very uh, careful but, with what you're about but, to say but, 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 don't, don't do it eddie we can't because you're gonna have to pay uh, the how fine. about a player like so and so. No. Okay, play. you could say you could say reminding me uh, shades I would, of. I, I would like to see somebody, somebody that, like Michael Jordan. That, look, yeah. How about, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're one player away. LeBron, throw out, we throw all know out that. three or four names, and we can let the fans decide who you're. Well, really I don't talking know anything. About. I mean, Rick doesn't talk to me, but but you know, I look at around the league and see what's available in this free agent class. And, and 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 you got guys that uh, tall guys in Houston and lanky guys in Golden State, both of whose names might start with the letter O on the last name, and then and then you got you know uh, the, the, the guys in New York that are pretty good defenders and good three point shooters. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say that Trey Burke has a has a friend in New York, but but don't, something like that. Do and it, and you know, am I being cryptic enough here? It's, it's a fifty thousand dollar fine, Eddie. Don't do it. I'm like pulling up <laughs> rosters, say like whose name starts with an O. <laughs> Oscar Robertson. Oscar. But, if but, they could get Oscar, that's a good point guard. Nah, yeah, I think he'd fit he, with he'd fit with Luca. He's a little old, a little long in the tooth. He'd, he'd fit great with Luca. <laughs> but listen. The pickings, as we know, on the free agent market are not real good this year because everybody's re-signed. Right. You know? So uh, it's going to be real interesting to see. There will be some trades made. I think that's uh, that's where you're going to see a lot of the impact made. Uh, the Mavericks have no draft you know picks. They have, you know they have no draft picks. Yeah. That's uh, But you know what? That's, they could get in, though. That's the price you pay when you, you make the big trade for, for Porzingis and but have it, to give up all your picks. But they still can get in. You know how they is. They oh, yeah, they can in. buy a pick or, 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 yeah. or, or, you know, find a way to get a get a pick, and, and right. they always do. They always do. That's what always I'm saying. Do. I mean, un unfortunately, I guess fortunately or unfortunately, whatever, due to kind of like the, the way that all of their rookies from last year were sort of redshirted this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they introduce those guys into the rotation a little more, it's almost like they had a draft pick. And I know that's not the same, and I know draft picks still have trade value, but, like, I think, you know, I don't, I'm not saying that this is going to be the case, but I think all four of those guys, Green, Terry, Bay, Hinton, yeah. I think some of them or even all of them could have a kind of an increased role yeah. next season. I think and, they, you, and they all bring qualities that Dallas really missed, athleticism, shooting, defense. Yeah. I think you're right, right on with Josh Green. Hey, I mean, he showed enough he sure late is. in the season uh, that he's going to get a shot to be in the rotation yeah. uh, this coming season. And, and he's got the playmaking too. Yeah, you know, I, like I mean, him. if you want guys that can make simple plays, he can pass it. He can drive it. He can finish. 
Yeah. You know, he's just got to get comfortable, and and you know who who will make him comfortable is Luca. That that you yeah. know, I'll I'll in fact I'd bet right now that Josh Green will start a few games next season. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it, it, more than more than we think. Well, I always subscribe to the theory that you play those guys, particularly early in the season, so you can get them ready later in the season. You know, get them out there, get comfortable, so they'd be used to. You know, being in an NBA game, you know, whether it's 10 or 15 minutes or whatever, they need to play. I mean, that's why a lot of times I know they send them down to the G League so they can play. You know, because you, you, you learn more by playing as opposed to sitting on the bench watching your teammates play. Yeah, I think just unfortunately, you know, and whatever, you can call it an excuse if you want. But because of COVID and KP starting the season late, they just started behind, so far behind the eight ball that they couldn't invest time. Right. in those guys the way that you know maybe they would have if they were 14 and 9 instead of 9 and 14 you know, they, they there, just couldn't buddy. afford it right that's a good call cuz they had that that uh, what 11 out of the first 18 games on the road or something like that bunch yeah, yeah and I, like half their rotation missed all those games yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. but like this summer Josh Green could play for Australia all those guys are going to be in for camps all those guys are going to play in summer league you know they'll be able to go through a full off season program a full mm-hmm. preseason mm-hmm. so i think you know hopefully they can get a little more out of those guys green in particular next yeah. year but yeah. i think bay could be like a big bulky wing defender like he's got mm-hmm. a lot of defensive upside he just has to have add some offensive elements to his game player development we all know the mavericks put a big uh, a big hunk of stock in that oh, so yeah. uh, we'll oh, see yeah. we'll see how those guys come along uh, i got i got i'll oh, go ahead Dwayne. yeah one last thing because i know no one is saying that because they don't want to say it you know it's not a crime to lose to the clippers as you you guys know they wanted the papers to win the nba title i'm just looking at who's left in the west they could actually get to the NBA Finals. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Nets if the Nets get there, but they can at least get there. I mean, they have enough talent. So to take that team to seven games and win three games on that team's home court, I mean, hats off to the Mavericks for doing that, you know, because who would have thought they would have done that, especially after they lost the, the two at home to tie the series. How, how close do you think they are? Do you think it's like massive overhaul, improvements around the edges, replacing one guy? Like how how far away are they from actually being legit? Talking about Mavericks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, they two or three minutes away. I mean, you think Luke Kennard is going to go out there right now and score 11 points, you know, in eight eight minutes or whatever the hell he does? No, and, and Terrence Mann gets 13 points in, in the first half and ended up with, what, 13 for the whole game. So that second half is the Terrence Mann I want to see when he didn't score any points. So if he doesn't do that, these guys didn't play out of the element, the Mavs be playing right now. But you can't – I mean, so what – what do you think they need to – what improvements do you think they need to make? Is it multiple guys? Is it just one guy? Is it just if Luke is a little better, KP is a little better, then they're good? I mean, what it, where does where does it come from? What's the gap that they're trying well, to fill? Well, I'm going to give KP a mulligan because, you know, he had the surgery in October. You know, it was a short off season and, and all that. I want to see him with a full off season, which is we're going to have this time, and then come back healthy and see what we can do with him because I think – well, I think he's got it. I mean, he made the All-Star team right before he had the surgery in New York and all that. So the guy is really good. I mean, because you play that well in New York City and make the All-Star game, you can play. Because you know how that New York, the fans and media, all that, they on your butt every day. If you get 20 and 10 today, they want you to get 20 and 10 the next game. You come up with 3 and 5, they're going to be booing you. And despite all that, he played and made the All-Star team in that city, in that building. So with him with a full offseason after all these surgeries, I'm looking for him to make a step up. I just want to see him on the court for a full season. I, I mean, he has not proven that he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all know that the, 
there's a lot of talk about the fit with him and Luca. Man, just stay on the court. When they've been on the court uh, last year, when they were on the court healthy before the before the world went crazy, they were pretty good together. Right. You know, and we didn't hear anything about the. You know, them just, well, they're not buddy-buddy. So what? You don't have to be buddy-buddy to work well with somebody. We're not buddy-buddies. Y'all hate each other. That's true. So I'll never see you at the game, man. I know. I'm surprised you invited me to this. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought because you you had told him that you and I were coming here. I I really didn't get an actual invite. I just kind of heard about it and said, I guess I better show up. You hear it on the Twitter. But uh, to, to put a lid on that, I, first of all, Dwayne, they're still the Clippers. Until they get to an NBA Finals, I ain't believing in them. I think Utah might sweep the – You mean out of the second round, you mean? Uh, yeah. Well, that, yeah, out of the second round. Listen to, much less to the Finals. So, uh, but that brings me to my next question. Are we seeing a changing of the generational guards in uh, – not guards, but players, not only in the Western Conference, but all over the league? I mean, is this now? Are we seeing the torch passed to Trey Young, to Devin Booker and 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 Aiton, uh, to Donovan Mitchell, you know, to to Murray and Jokic in that group? I mean, none, somebody's going to be in the finals that hadn't been there in 15, 20 years, because all these teams are they haven't been there. These ain't your normal suspects. These ain't your usual suspects. Well, none of the teams remaining in the West have won the NBA title. You know, the Clippers, Denver. Phoenix and Utah never won an NBA title. Atlanta won one back in the day. Milwaukee won one when 71 when they had Kareem. And, <laughs> By the uh, time we release this, Milwaukee might be knocked out. So uh, <laughs> I, wouldn't, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't count on them being there. And the Nets never won one. They won an ABA title, but not, not in the NBA. And Philly last won, what, in 83 with Dr. J. You know, so, yeah. That's why I would say the Mavericks would have got past them. They would have been the team most recently to win the last NBA title, which is 2011. So, uh, which means I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm just saying they got past them. They got a shot. Cause you know how it is when you win a series, you get more confident. Oh yeah, we can do this. And then, now you're playing with house money against Utah, the number one team in the whole NBA. You know who I want? Now that I think about it, the Mavericks have to skip some steps. Phoenix skipped steps. Mm-hmm. They were. What, 10, 12 years without being in the playoffs? 12 years, I think it was. Bring in Chris Paul, boom, they're in the second round. They skipped a step. They brought in the right player for the right group. And Jay Crowder. I mean, Crowder as he's, well. he's oh, tough. Crowder. You know, that's two tough veterans. So how do the Mavericks skip a, skip a step? How do they next year go from well, being a good team to all of a sudden well, they're being taken seriously? They need, I, they, they need some vets, man. Like, yeah. they need and, – and, like – Hardaway, Finney Smith, Maxie, you know, they're in their upper 20s, but they're still, like, relatively inexperienced playoffs and NBA years and everything. Get a couple 31-year-olds that have been through the playoffs five times, yeah. you know, that can that can sort of be voices in the room. But I don't know if you call it skipping a step. If you ain't been in the playoffs in 10 years, that's brutal. That's <laughs> some brutal steps you took. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a... Went through that in the 90s with the Mavericks. That was that was crazy. You I, I, another thing I want to ask you guys is, uh, like you said, changing of the guard, Eddie, uh, as it were. Lakers outside looking in now. Warriors outside looking in. I'm kind of skeptical that the Lakers can close the gap next year because LeBron nah. is not getting younger, and they're it's not happening. That team is. Yeah, we think done. the Mavs supporting cast is in tough shape. I mean, holy cow. Bunch of old um, guys. <laughs> Warriors, though, getting Clay back. I mean, I, I don't know what their team is going to look like. They got some free agents, too, and can make a couple deals. But 
do you think they're going to be in the mix next year, or do you think that that like the Lakers and Warriors time might be up? The Lakers time is up. The Warriors are. Warriors be in the mix. are. I mean, yeah. they they're going to get Weissman's going to be exactly. really good. Yeah. You know, they got if, if Clay comes back and can be seventy five percent of what Clay's been his whole career. Yeah. He hasn't awesome. played in two years. Two years. You know, Draymond's well still arrested. got some left in the tank. Yeah. We know what Steph's going to do. And Wiggins played well this year, man. He really, really did. Because he, he wasn't the main guy. He wasn't even the second guy, if you know what I mean. So he's in a role that he's comfortable with. You know, I mean, I, mean, that, that, I like that team. And, yeah. and now are they going to be favored to win it? No, nah. probably not. But uh, let's see how this playoff series turns out here in the Western Conference. Utah mm-hmm. is – uh, they're tough as a boot, man. Yeah. They're going to be really they're hard awesome. to beat. I think they're coming out of the West. I really do. Well, I like Phoenix, but I don't like I'll them bet, better than Utah. How about a three-piece? We'll bet a three-piece on that? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, on Utah? You're, on the mail. You're Utah, already in the right? hole for one, Eddie. Be careful. Uh, I'll make it a six-piece. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to send him home with a whole bucket here pretty soon. <laughs> so, so the, give me a preview of what this, this chicken's like. Compare it to something. This, oh. we're, we're, okay, for, we're, for the uninitiated, chicken, Eddie Sefko's been going to Memphis for like 15, 20 years now. <laughs> He's never been to Gus's. And Gus is so desperate for Eddie tr- to try this chicken that he had a whole freaking restaurant built in Dallas so that Just Eddie could you. try it. Just, Just so you. you could try it. Just and in fact, you. there's been it one in Fort Worth for a couple years now, too. Right. So you've really been avoiding this for too long. Yeah. What's well, up? I, you know, I, what can you say? You can take... Uh, you can take the boy out of Nevada, Texas, but you can't take Nevada, Texas out of the boy. I'm a country. I'm, I, I like I like my chicken out there in the country. I like to cut the heads off and cook it myself. Jeez. And, oh, uh, man. That goes my appetite. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, crap. come on. We, we live out in the sticks, man. It's good. This, this, chicken is, this chicken is pretty hot, though. It is. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, well, it's, it's, got, it's got a little I, bite I, to it. I yeah, want to learn. I'm, I'm willing to learn, and I'm, 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 I hope it's as good as advertised. Oh, it is. You, you guys are your your oh. your reputation is on the line. It's, it's off the chain, man. Yeah, you know, I see my son, man. He's like, oh my goodness, the first time he tasted. Yeah, it's really good, and especially like, I mean, you go to Memphis and whatever the winter, it gets pretty cold up there. This will warm you up. Yeah, It'll warm yeah but you up I nice go to Memphis, good. I want barbecue, man. Their ribs. Hey, and let's be honest. Memphis does ribs better than Texas. Now, they can't touch our brisket. brisket they, yeah. they cannot get close. Right. They don't know how to do brisket. Yeah. But their ribs are awesome yeah. up there. For you some reason, heart they – Hard eight ribs? What? Hard eight ribs. Hard eight. Oh, yeah, they're okay. But, but I mean, for some reason, Memphis does ribs really, really good. And, mm-hmm. and, and that, but you have ribs for dinner. You have fried chicken for lunch the next day. Okay. Well, You're in Memphis for days at a time. You can do it. That's what we know, do. I'm, I mean, I'm already – Pushing three bills, Bobby. You really want me? You, really want me to, you know, to. I know you're to, not to, eating to a salad bills. for lunch, Eddie. I know you're not doing it. I got a keg. <laughs> All right. Well, well, wait a minute. Let's let's go back. Let's. Where are you like that guy in that commercial? Remember the guy said, "Hey, I want to get on this. He was getting rid of all the food. He kept you, you look like stuff. a boneless guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was a funny, funny commercial. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, you know, I got uh, I got shirts that are I, I never tuck in my shirts for a reason. Uh, well, let's get back. Wait a minute. Let's let's talk one more thing about basketball before we, you know, end this thing. I I want to know in the Eastern Conference, can anybody beat the, the the Brooklyn Nets? Man, if James Harden gets hurt on the first possession for the Nets of Game One, and Milwaukee still hadn't won a game yet, not even close. Got blown out last night by thirty nine. 
I said, this is crazy. I am so disappointed in the Bucks. I thought this was going to be their year. No chance. Yeah, you were saying that they play defense. They're going to be good defense. Yeah. That's an organization, too. It's I, I know on. you guys don't stare at cap sheets all day like I do, but, I mean. Hey, what kind of sheets? Cap sheets. What's that? How much they're paying people. Oh. Milwaukee's top four guys are owed a whole lot of money for but the next still. few years. And if you're going to come up short like this, get swept in the second round potentially, I mean, I don't know, guys. Well, yeah. there's always teams out there. You know, we used to call it the bigger fool theory. There's always a bigger <laughs> fool. You can trade these bad contracts. Look, at, look how many times James uh, uh, Chris Paul got traded when he was yeah. owed $150 million. Yeah. So, and we um, didn't think that was going to happen. And, and, and you know what? He finally landed in a spot. Well, yeah. well Oklahoma was a good spot for him, too. They, 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 they prospered from that move. Actually, Houston was, too. Harden just didn't want to shatter ball. That well, was crazy. They didn't want to shatter ball all of a sudden. That was yeah. weird. Well, and, and they Brooklyn has a lot of really good pieces around them, too. I mean, Blake Griffin obviously has been awesome, and they can't. How do you feel? They can't keep him this summer, I don't think. I mean, he's like a free agent. They don't have any rights or anything. Yeah. Bruce Brown has been really good for them. Nick Claxton has been really good for them. Joe Harris obviously has been awesome. But, Remember, I mean, they, they have a Din lot Woody, of vets. Dinwiddie's a great player. He hasn't played for them all year. I know. And, and that's a guy – you lose a guy like that and you still are just rolling through And they don't even play DeAndre Jordan anymore either. I forgot I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's a pretty good player to yeah. – can't get off the bench. I know. Yeah, I had him I mean, on they, my that's fantasy a, that's team a deep, in the playoffs. deep cast of veterans yeah. and, and useful guys, too. They found uses for all those guys so props right. to steve nash yeah you know that that they've years ago when they made that trade uh, gave up all those picks everybody left them for dead mm -hmm. somehow they've they've managed to figure it out and come back and, and get uh it helps when you're located in new york city but yeah uh, i think i'll speak for all of us when i say <laughs> no thanks exactly we're texans here we're, we're yeah, going to stay in texas got that right that cost of living and everything but i yeah I, I mean i just don't see anybody touching the, the the nets and i hope i'm wrong i think it would be a great story if atlanta could could pull this off and uh, neutral and get past uh, philly i think that's going to be a fabulous series to watch might be the only one that's fun to watch in the in the second round, by the way. Atlanta got some players, too. Don't, don't go sleep on them. They, they oh, about 8 or 9, 10. They're deep. about to have to pay a lot of those guys, too. It's, yeah, yeah. it's going to be tricky for them to keep it together, but yeah. they did great. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, you know what? I'm ready to eat some chicken. Me, too. Me, too. So, Man, on. What uh, Joe? Uh, me, three. <laughs> the, the, sen the senior old boys are hungry, and I know the junior old boy, he, he's always hungry. So... Uh, <laughs> Let's let's shut this thing off here. But to, but just say, do you think the Clippers? Last thing, do you think the Clippers have a chance? What kind of chance do they have against Utah? Well, it's, it's the uh, like I say, they hadn't gotten past the second round in, in their history. What fifty something year history? They're don't, not gonna get past. Don't the bet against round a streak. Again. Yeah, that's <laughs> don't right. Don't bet against a streak. Yeah, karma gonna get them again. Nope, Utah's gonna win that in six. Kawhi had to guard Luka for seven – well, for two games intensely, but the Clippers had to guard Luka for seven games. I don't know how much they have left, and you right. got to defend a lot of guys on Utah. So, yeah. I, I think Utah wins yeah. five or six games. And just like you, uh, Clippers shoot three-pointers, Utah shoots them too. Right there with them. A you bunch know, of guys. Utah is not the deepest team in the league, but they got six or seven really good players. I mean, that, that are all contributors, hard contributors. Clarkson and Ingles – off the bench, if if Ingles is not starting, I mean that's a that's a beast. That's a better bench right there than than anybody else has left. They do need Conley though. 
if, they, if, oh, Conley, if Conley's if out for them, that, that complicates matters. Then, then it yeah. changes things a little bit, yes. Yeah. And also, you guys have been to all the arenas in the league. That's a tough place to play in. Oh, and they're, yeah, they're letting that place fill up, too. Joint. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. All right, so Utah, Nets, let's, let's, let's enjoy it. We're going to see if they make the finals like all of us believe great will series. That would, <laughs> that would be, be such a, a good that series. That would be a fun series to watch. So let's see if it happens. It'll be fun to – to, to keep this eyeball on the, on, the, on the playoffs now. I wish we were watching the Mavs in it, but we're not. Right. Uh, but let's enjoy it anyway. Let's enjoy it. And, and thanks to Priscilla Roberts, the GM of Gus's, for inviting us and letting us come over here and, and do the podcast and eat up all the chicken in the house. We're going we're gonna to put a big dent in it. <laughs> all right. So the so senior old boys, we're signing off for Dwayne Price. I'm Eddie Sefko and Bobby Corrala. Let's – Let's do it again uh, in a week or two.